And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Big Batista, along with Nathan Jones, and we are with Lamb Lion Ministry. We want to welcome you to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. Again, we're very excited for today's program, as we're going to be talking about this very important teaching of ticking end time, time bomb, as we look at the year 2022. So stay tuned for today's program, and make sure that you share this program with your friends and family, those of you following us on social media. But before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to get together and uh, just reminisce about the year of 2021 and look forward to 2022, Lord, possibly the year of your return. We pray that be so. But in the meantime, Lord, give us encouragement and hope for the year ahead. We pray for all those tuned in, Lord, that you'll bless them. Uh, with your word, with your peace, and with your joy. And we thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Again, you're tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, again, as we're talking about ticking end time, time bomb, year 2022. Again, for those of you that are just tuned in, we would love for you to pray for our program and share this with your friends and family. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host of the program, Nathan Jones. Nathan, happy early new year. Yes, Happy New Year to you, to you too, brother. We're only a few days short of a whole new year. Can you believe it? It is amazing. And as we say every year, right, Nathan, where did the year go? <laughs> You're not kidding. I mean, when you think about it, you and I started these podcasts back in 2010. So we're about to enter. We took a few years hiatus, but for the most part, our 12th year since we began doing this, I thought we would have been raptured. I mean, things keep getting worse and worse and you expect, oh man, this got to be the year of the rapture. And then you find out things can get worse. So, uh, <laughs> but that, things don't have to get like terrible, utterly terrible for the rapture to happen. Of course, it's an imminent event, but maybe 2022 will be the year of the rapture. I think uh, the signs of the end times are sure pointing towards getting closer to that event. Nathan, listen, I agree with you. Things are just hurtling towards oblivion in a sense. And and I mean, it, it's scary for those that don't know the Lord, but it's kind of exciting for the Christians because really Bible prophecy outlines for us that things are beginning, are, are going to unfold this way before the Lord returns. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we were told by Jesus in Luke 21, Matthew 24, that uh, he gave us different signs, wars, rumors of wars, famines, plagues. Signs in the sky, fearful events, uh, persecution of Christians, attacks against uh, Jerusalem. I mean, we are living in a time period where we're seeing these signs do what Jesus said they do. They'd increase in frequency and intensity the closer we got to his return. And every year it seems that we're getting closer and closer, and certainly we are. And so as we get at end of this year, we look back and think, oh, my goodness, 2021 was a very difficult year. Let's hope 2022, we know that the signs of the times are only going to get worse, but may it be an opportunity for us to share the gospel and, and bring as many people as we can, as quickly as we can, to know Jesus Christ before he comes back. Mm, I love that. And Nathan, that's basically what we do here at the ministry. And in case someone is new, Nate, would you be able to share with them how they can get a hold of the resources and a little bit about what we do in the ministry? All right. If uh, you're new to this podcast, Vic and I are evangelists with Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry, and our mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. Uh, we do that a number of different ways. Most people recognize this ministry through our television program, Christ in Prophecy, which, uh, if once it's 2022, we'll be entering into our 20th season. Can you believe that? 20 years of Christ in Prophecy. 
before that, 20 years as a radio program. So 40 years of Christ and prophecy in 2022. And folks can check us out on our website primarily at ChristInProphecy.org. Wow, that is exciting, the faithfulness of Dr. Reagan and all you there in the ministry. And, and Nathan, that's that's huge because today you have so many ministries that come and go. The average ministry only lasts maybe a few years. And it's fantastic to have solid ministries that have stood the test of time and continue to be faithful. And that's what you and I continue to do here every week. Well, I, I believe we're called to minister until the Lord returns. And then even after, we're, we're told that we will rule and reign with Christ through the millennial kingdom. So we'll have jobs serving him throughout that as well. So, brother, I don't think the service to the Lord will ever end. And, and that's the wonderful thing, Nathan. That's why we look forward to the future, because we know what the future holds for us as we continue to keep our eyes on the Lord. And, and Nathan, we're, of course, in the midst of all this, as we again see 2022 fast approaching, this last year has has thrown a lot of things of us. I mean, many people thought, man, especially this pandemic, they thought it'll be over by now. But here we are, Nathan. Uh, and again, as we get into 2022, uh, we see a lot of these uncertainties carrying over. But I noticed that one thing is certain with uncertainties, and that is that they continue to point to the certainty of the return of the Lord. And that's <laughs> the signs that we see all around us. Oh, beautifully said, man. Did you practice that? Actually, just a little bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that is one thing we can be certain in, in these uncertain times is that God is sovereign. Jesus Christ is returning and uh, we're to evangelize the world as much as we can before his coming back. So we have a mission. We have a purpose and we have a victory because when Jesus returns, victory comes with him. I love it, Nathan. One of the things is that we want to encourage individuals today through our program is to continue to steadfastly follow the Lord. I was reading an article last night, Nathan, I think it was Ford, that the article read that over 50% of people stopped going to church this past year because of the pandemic and going online. I mean, that is huge for the church. And I pray that as we uh, redeem the time and as we approach this upcoming year, that we the believers would change that tide and get back into fellowship. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, Hebrews 10, 25, I believe, uh, says that we should not uh, forsake fellowshipping one, with one another. I mean, I, I certainly, I'm an internet evangelist, so I appreciate online church, online fellowship, but uh, it, it really doesn't replace in-person fellowship. And it, it's sad that many churches, thank goodness, that they're still financially thriving. I, I've not heard of a church who's lost a lot of income. Uh, people stepped up and gave more to the church, but they're not quite coming back to the church. They're not sitting in the pews like they were. And uh, it might be a while. You know, it might still be some reservations about infections and COVID and all that stuff. But I think it was a, a time too where we probably pruned a lot of people who were just kind of spiritual deadwood, so to speak, that they weren't really convicted they were just going to church because they felt they had to and so maybe this is a way of the lord focusing the church on what's important certainly the church in 2022 experienced tremendous challenges and continue to with the uh, government lockdown saying that that they can override freedom of, to assembly freedom of religion and so even churches you, you read about up in canada and australia and new zealand are struggling to stay open we had california where Various pastors like John MacArthur and Jack Hibbs had to sue and just refused to close and won their lawsuit. So I think these Christians 
COVID, and especially in 2022, has helped us understand that our religious freedoms should not be taken for granted. They are something that really have to be defended or we can easily lose. Excellent point, Nathan. And I do agree with you. I believe there was a pruning process that just took place in the past few years with COVID. And I think that we can come out of this stronger if we learn what God is doing. But again, not to forget those mandates that are there when it comes to assembling physically together. That's how the early church started. That's how the church thrives. And I just think it's something wonderful when you're able to uh, uh, give someone a hug, lay hands on them and pray for them. And of course, we, we love technology and those that have the opportunity to continue to use it, I think it's fantastic. But I do think that according to Ephesians 5, verses 16 through 18, that there is a way that we need to live, that we need to guard ourselves, that we need to recognize what we are up against. And we hope that those that are tuned in will go with us as we look at these passages. Hopefully they would encourage you. Nathan, would you be able to read for us Ephesians 5 verses 16 through 18 as Paul the Apostle writes there to the church of Ephesus? Right. And I might back up one verse to 15 just to complete the sentence, if that works for you. So oh, yes. See, okay. Well, so see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand that the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. I love that. Thank you, Nathan. I meant to say verse 15, so I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> well, and really, 18, we could go on, too, because he has even more advice to give us about how to live in this time period. But I think those verses are, are very key there because, you know, a lot of people tend to feel that they live forever. And this year, 2022, has really made us confront death and made us realize, hey, we're not going to live forever. And so how do, should we live in the time the Lord has given us here on this earth? And here's the advice that Paul gave, and that was 2,000 years ago. So we know time passes, people die, and uh, how do we live matters in the eternal scheme of things. Absolutely. And Nathan, I love the word there, redeem or buy back in a sense, because, you know, we've lost a lot this year, but we have an opportunity to redeem it rather than, uh, um, you know, um, uh, worrying about what we can't control. Let's do something about the things that we can. And a lot of things happened this past year. We recognize that some of us are challenged with health and others. But here we are. And one of the things that we can now do is push forward uh, and redeeming the time and looking for uh, things to become better as we trust in the Lord. Yeah. If you ever watch uh, SEAL Team, they talk about how the, the SEALs live in what's called a three-foot world. In other words, they can't fix all the big problems of the world. But when they're operating, they work within a three-foot limit. And what's around them? What do they have to deal with immediately? And as Christians, it can get really overwhelming I think for anybody, really, when you look around the world and you see the problems, and you're like, oh, my word, how can I possibly make a difference? Well, operate within your three foot world. Who are you interacting with? Who are you talking with? Uh, who can you share the gospel with? Who's in your world? That's where the Lord's called us to make a difference. Some people have bigger three foot worlds than us. Uh, certainly, like if you're working for Billy Graham's ministry or something like that. But many of us don't have that size of ministry. So we interact with the people around us and that we can make a difference in, or we expand our three-foot world. And if you're not doing something or feel that you're being challenged to, to expand that, then you know start working with the ministries. Join another ministry. Uh, uh, 
that's out there and what you can help and join the church and their outreaches. There's always something to do when it comes to helping people in need and sharing the gospel. Well, I love that analogy, Nathan, that three foot uh, opportunity. I, I think that is fantastic. In other words, do what you can where you can and whichever way you can, whatever gifts and talents the Lord has given you. And that's exactly it. That's redeeming the time, buying it back. It's just being able to do something uh, to make a difference. And I think that our lifestyles, how we live uh, is so important so that we don't waste time. I love what uh, Paul wrote in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses uh, 1 through 11 as he continues to talk about the last days and the coming of the Lord. Uh, Nathan, uh, let's uh, let's jump to 1 Thessalonians 5, and I'll read verses 1 through 5, and if you don't mind reading 6 through 11. Let's do it. Just in case someone doesn't have a Bible, Paul writes, but concerning the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, their sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that that day shall overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of the light and son, sons of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. All right. <clears throat> Pick it up in verse 6. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do. Let us... Uh, watch and be sober for those who sleep sleep at night and those who get drunk are drunk at night Let us who are of the day be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love and as a helmet the hope of salvation for god did not appoint us to wrath but to obtain salvation through our lord jesus christ who died for us that whether we wake or sleep we should live together with him therefore comfort each other and edify one another just as you are also are doing Mm. Nathan, any thought on that passage? That is a fantastic passage. Well, uh, there's many thoughts. I, again, it reiterates what we said earlier, and this is where we got it from, is that the days are continuing to get darker. Uh, it's kind of like the sun is setting on the world and on human government, as Daniel 2 prophesied, getting ready for the king to return and defeat evil and set up his kingdom. Uh, it'll be a time where everybody's calling out for peace and safety, but they can't find it anywhere. And as soon as they actually find a little peace, which we know when the Antichrist comes and uh, sets up his seven-year kingdom on this earth, uh, he will bring in a temporary time of peace and safety, and everybody will think, all right, yeah, human government finally did it. But it didn't, because here it says destruction comes on them very quickly, and nobody's going to escape. It's going to be a, a time of darkness. But and here's the caveat. If you know, if you're a Christian, you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you can read the Bible. You can read verses like this. And we know then, as verse 4 says, that we don't dwell in darkness. Not at all. We we have, God has wanted us to know how the story is going to end from the beginning of time. And so Bible prophecy exists to light our way to tell us that Jesus Christ wins and his children win through him. And so, brother, when we see the days getting darker and events are scary out there. We know that God has got everything all in place. History's already been written. How it ends is God already knows, and he's written about it in the Bible, and we can read it too, and then we can have hope. Nathan, what a wonderful thought. And that's why I, I was sharing, that's why I asked that question, because there's many thoughts. I mean, there's just so much packed in that passage. It just makes such a big distinction between the us and the them, the world and the Christians, the light and the darkness, and how we as believers 
are called to be different from the world. We're not to be drunk, we're to be sober. Our minds are not to be cloudy, but they're to be clear. Our, our walk needs to be straight and not crooked. And it's just so much in the passage to encourage, especially for this upcoming year, how our lifestyle should be and how we should live out our lives before the coming of the Lord. Right. I mean, if you know the disaster is coming, you prepare for it. You, you get ready for it. And I'm not talking about prepping. I, what I'm talking about is preparing yourself. Uh, if you're a, a soldier and, and the battle's coming, well, you work out. You, you train in arms, fire, and survival instincts, and, and you prepare yourself to take on the challenge. Well, likewise, as Christians, we're called to be little Christ, Christ-like Christians. And so we prepare. We read our Bible. Uh, we get our life straight with him. We study the word. We fellowship with others for protection and accountability and growth. We grow and become more Christ-like. I mean, that's what the process of sanctification is. So, yeah, the Bible continuously calls us to live holy and just lives. And when we do so, other people see the difference and they're drawn to Jesus as well. That is fantastic. And again, for those of you that just tuned in, you tuned into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition, Big Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, we're talking about ticking end time bomb 2022. Our This year is almost over. There are things that we can do that we can focus on to redeem the time. And there's a way that we can, we should be living uh, in these last days to bring glory to the Lord. And Nathan, again, I believe that the next uh, great event uh, in the calendar is found for us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, if we can go there briefly, because this is why we're so excited. Some people might be saying, why are these guys so excited in the midst of all this craziness? And that is because we know what our future holds. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Before we move to there, uh, when I'm using that soldier analogy, it actually just comes from 2 Timothy 2, 3 through 5, where uh, Paul says to Timothy, <clears throat> you therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engages in warfare, entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also, if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. So here, here's a, a Paul's analogy here again of a soldier doing what is right, preparing for battle. And as Christians, we should be ever vi vigilant because we're always ready to have to battle and do what is right. So, yeah. Uh, but I think, uh, as you said, switching gears again, back to 1 Thessalonians 4, which is a famous rapture passage, that this is what uh, this is the prize that Paul was talking about, I think, that we're keeping our eyes on, isn't it? Absolutely. Nathan, actually, uh, and if I can make a good point, you made a good point reminding us there, 2 Timothy 2, uh, 3-5, that, uh, again, it, it's true. We need to be patient in these last days. We need to endure uh, hardship. We need to recognize that. We're all in this together. We're the body of Christ. And when one part of the body hurts, we all hurt. And that's why it is so important for our listeners and our viewers to recognize that we, we need each other. And we are we, we can't do this by ourselves. But as we stick together, uh, the Lord is going to help us through all these challenges. And it's going to help us through the new year, regardless of what comes our way. So thank you, Nathan, for that point. Oh, OK. No problem. But uh Again, it's, I'm hoping that 2022 will be the year of the rapture. We do not know. Of course, the rapture is an imminent event. That, that means that no sign precedes it. But we do know that the Lord will take the church. In other words, if you're saved, you're a member of the church universal off this earth before he brings his wrath upon the world and what's called a 
seven-year tribulation time period or the tribulation. And uh, that's going to be the worst time in human history is coming to this earth. So praise the Lord. He protects his own. He'll take them off this earth before that happens. And so I'm hoping as we see the world disintegrate more and more, and it feels like it must have felt like before World War I and World War II where everyone's just got itching powder on them, the, the nations are saber-rattling, but now we've got atomic and nuclear weapons and mm-hmm. rogue nations like Iran building weapons and uh, Russia moving forward and China moving forward and taking more land. I just It, it really seems like we're getting into some super dangerous waters here and whether that could eventually break out into the tribulation time period. Again, the tribulation starts when the Antichrist, a one world ruler, rises and makes peace with all the nations and sets up a covenant with Israel. That's the beginning of the tribulation. The rapture happens before that. So the darker it gets, the closer I believe we are getting to the rapture of the church. Oh, Nathan, and this is where our hope lies as we turn to 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 4. Nathan, I'll read verses 13 through 15. Would you mind reading 16 through 18? Absolutely. So we find Paul again writing to the church of Thessalonica. He says, but uh, I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord by no means will proceed those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up, raptured up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, Comfort one another with these words. Nathan, and this is exactly what you were just sharing earlier. We believe this upcoming year could be that year where we see this take place. Right. And, and we're not date setting. Nobody get us wrong. That Jesus said three times in Matthew 24 that no one knows the day and hour of his return. So we cannot know. But we can know the season or the time period of his return. And that revolves around Israel. Israel, the Jewish people being back in the land again having the nation formed and the Jewish people being in control of Jerusalem. It's it's all prophesied to be that generation that sees this as the generation that sees his return. We're living in that generation, so it can't be that much longer. And Nathan, and, that, and absolutely, and that's why we always say this could be because we're not date setters, but as we see so much wonderful things happening uh, right before our eyes, it, it's just amazing to me uh, that those that have ears to ear, hear, and eyes to see, can see these things happening. And yet there's so many that the enemy has blinded their eyes that they're still waiting for more signs. And, 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 and there's signs just blasting everywhere right now. Yeah, and, that, and that's why we got to go back to 1 Thessalonians 5, where it says that we don't live in darkness. As children of the Lord, uh, we know the Lord's will through the Bible. So we don't have to be unknowing of what's going on in the world. What a tragedy it is for Some churches, pastors, seminaries that don't teach the prophetic word of the Bible. 31% of the Bible is prophecy. And when you don't teach that, when you don't tell people what the Lord wants us to know about the future, then it leaves people without hope, just as it says here in verse 18. So I encourage you, if you're a pastor, a lay leader, a Sunday school teacher, even teaching your family, uh, encourage them with Bible prophecy. Let them know that 
yeah, the world's a mess and it's going to continue to get worse. But there is a time where the Lord's going to put an end to it. He's going to return, take his church up to heaven. The tribulation will come. Then we will return with Jesus Christ at the end of those seven years. Watch him defeat Satan and the Antichrist and set up his kingdom of peace, righteousness and justice for a thousand years on this earth. That's what the Bible says will happen. And brother, I believe it. And I believe it too, Nathan. And those are the encouraging words. Not only have you led us there to, to this wonderful step of the rapture, but also as we talk about eternity, Revelation 21 verses 1 through 5 has these wonderful promises, Nathan, in terms of what awaits us. We just celebrated Christmas, Nathan. And for Christmas, I got a few hand-me-down gifts. They were old from last year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But we look forward to Christmas because we get new things, right, Nathan? Wonderful things. And the God promises us our future. There's going to be a lot of wonderful new things. Absolutely. I, and that's why the Lord said he's making all things new. His death on the cross and resurrection brought salvation to people. And then now he's preparing the place where we will all dwell with him forever. Uh, I love chapter 21 and 22 of Revelation because then it, it, that's talking about the eternal state after the uh, millennial kingdom, where we get into the eternal state. When very little is, is discussed in the eternal state, very little is revealed to us. But these two chapters provide a wealth of information about what our eternal lives are going to be like. I love it. So, Nathan, let's jump into Revelation 21, verses 1 through 5. I love these passages, and they serve as such great encouragement. I'll take verses 1 and 2, and if you don't mind, you can do uh, 3 through 5. Okay. Yeah, so Revelation 21 says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth have passed away, and also there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. Nathan, that is fantastic. And I really look forward uh, to the newness of the things that our God is going to do, the, the sorrows that that this year brought us. Hey, next year, the Lord says he's going to make all things. new. He's going to surprise us with some wonderful things. And that's what we look forward to is the goodness of the Lord. Absolutely. When you think that, that what we have remaining of this era, this could be the last few years. I mean, when you think about it, the rapture doesn't start the tribulation. So there could be a gap between the rapture and the tribulation, but that still means seven plus years. I don't think it's going to be a long gap, say eight, nine years tops. We could be a decade away from the millennial kingdom. I mean, is, is that exciting or what? And, and Nathan, and when you think about it, that's, that's just incredible to me because we just really don't know how all this is going to wrap up. All we know is that it's very close, it's very exciting, and it encourages to continue on to move forward to run the race not to give up 
and to look forward for better things. And and we encourage you that are part of this program, whether you're listening to it now or podcast or later, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, what are you waiting for? These are the new opportunity that God has given to you, but these opportunities will not always be here. So if you have not trusted in Christ, we're going to give you an opportunity right now to receive that wonderful gift for free. So Nathan, will you be able to share with someone how they can receive that wonderful gift from wherever they are? Well, absolutely. Uh, well, first we need to realize we're, we're sinners. We're in rebellion against God. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And what's the result of that? Romans 6.23 tells us, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's what's wonderful. Romans 5, 8 tells us, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. Why we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now, Romans 10, 9 through 10 says, then if, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and so with your mouth you confess and are saved. And that's what you need to do. If you finally have the Holy Spirit moving on you, and you understand that Jesus Christ died for your sins and then beat death by coming back to life. And he is alive and sits at the right hand of the Father right now, and he's calling you to be one of his children. Then step out in faith. Pray from your heart. Something like, dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I need to be saved. Please forgive me of my sins and be the Lord and Savior of my life. Jesus will do just that. Your sins will be forgiven. The guilt of your sins will be washed away and you will inherit eternal life with him forever. You will have that blessed hope. Mm, amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Nathan. Hey, and if you just accepted the Lord and you pray that prayer for the first time, wherever you are, we'd love to hear from you. If you're on social media, we'd love for you to post there or give us a call, 305-992-9537. We'd love to rejoice with you, pray with you, and send you a Bible study guide. And again, we're so excited that you received that wonderful free gift and all things are going to become new. And again, as we get ready to close this program, just remember, we're going to continue to pray for you that the Lord would encourage you, give you endurance, and that you could continue to focus on him, now rejoicing for this upcoming year. So Nathan, exciting times are ahead for the church, right? Absolutely, brother. I hope you could uh, join in on them by knowing Jesus as your Savior. Amen. Praise the Lord. Nathan, it's always a pleasure to have you on. And thank you so much for opening up these wonderful scriptures for us. Thank you, brother, for bringing up the idea and giving us hope for next year. Praise the Lord. And of course, we just want to share with you guys, we ran out of time for this segment of the program. Big Batista Nathan Jones will continue to pray for you, saying goodbye. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Have a fantastic new year. And may the Lord use you mightily. Have a great day.